Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, and there's absolutely no coding required. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. So before we get into our episode, I just want to plug an upcoming uh, brand new podcast, also from BuzzFeed. It's called The Tell Show. Uh, it's with Summer Ann Burton and Isaac Fitzgerald. Summer Ann Burton, you may remember, was the co-host, the guest co-host on the Dick Pick episode. So um, on this, on their first episode, they have the writer Cheryl Strayed, and it's great, and you guys should all check it out. It's called The Tell Show. Yeah, and you won't be able to hear this because it's a visual thing, but like Isaac... One of the hosts, he's got a really good beard. <laughs> BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer is a podcast, contains adult themes, so, so surrounded by interesting journalism, sort of like laying a beautiful woman down on the bed, completely naked, and noticing that there's a bunch of toilet paper still stuck to her butt. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were dead. <laughs> Hello and welcome to BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer podcast. I'm Katie Natopoulos. This week, there is someone very special here on the podcast with me. I think you might know him. Is it me? It's you. Is it's it me? You. It's you, Ryan. Hey, it's Ryan. Uh, it's me. I'm Ryan. I'm <laughs> the guy. Ryan's back. I'm back. Ryan, I missed you so much. I can't believe I'm saying that to you, but it was horrible when you were gone. It was it was just a, a desert of Ryan. I'm I'm pretty looking for a quench of Ryan thirst. I'm pretty pissed, Katie. You know, I was gone for three weeks, four weeks, and the show devolved in ghost fucking and Sonic the Hedgehog nonsense. That's all it took. <laughs> it took less than a month for you to just run this show right off the rails. That's true. I I apologize to you. Thank you. But I'm so glad you're back I'm from glad all your to be travels. Back. I'm jet lagged, you know, I've, but I've seen things, you know, I, I've eat, pray, loved all over the world now. Um, but we have a really, really, we have a really big show, really, really big show for you this week. We're going to be talking about um, a catfish again, but like a weird one that w- turned out to be like one of the weirder parts of my travels over the last month. Um, basically, I was attacked by teenagers for weeks, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, I, I mean, I feel like that's your destiny, and I'm so glad it's finally been fulfilled, is to just be under siege by teens. I will admit something. I, I have, There have been times where like, I saw too many teenagers on the bus, and I've waited for the next bus, because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous around teens. Like, They're mean, and they don't believe in anything. They're like nihilist little weirdos with like misshapen bodies that just say mean things to you when you're just trying to mind mm. your own business on the bus. Yeah. And yeah. British school children, they wear those little fucking, like, uniforms. So they look, like, really professional. Those fuckers. Yeah, those um, fucking limey fucker teenagers from England. So, Ryan, tell us about your travels, please. Because <laughs> I know where you've been, but... Um... Well, you know, at, at, a, at a digital media company like BuzzFeed, a lot of people have, you know, completely made up internet jobs. Like, you know, <laughs> CEO or editor or my job, which is... Global deputy news director, I think it is right now. <laughs> Very I, fancy. No, it was great. They gave me. Did you get a gun? Yeah, I know. I get a gun. <laughs> you know that when I announced that I was becoming the global deputy news director, my dad just 
went out and bought a sheriff's badge and then took a photo of himself wearing it and said, I'm the deputy. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, nice so, one, Buzz. Nice one. Nice Love one. your sense of humor. Buzz. Buzz is my dad, by the way. Weird, weird <laughs> fact there. His name has been Buzz my whole life. Um, anyway, so um, my job is basically right now I go to our different offices and I um, work there for a week or two. And this trip was three weeks in Tokyo for the launch of BuzzFeedo Japan. Otsukere samadas, BuzzFeed Japan, if you're listening to this. Um, that That is a greeting which sort of translates to happy hardworking. I don't know why they say it, but that's what they say. Um, okay. I learned lots of... Uh, Watashiwa Ryan Des, uh, which is I am Ryan, or I want Ryan, depending on context. Um, Japan, huh. Japanese is confusing. <laughs> no anyway. one's ever said I no. want Ryan. No, yeah, there's no, there's no way in Japanese to say I want Ryan. Um, right. Uh, so I did three weeks in Japan, and then I did a week in Sydney with BuzzFeed Australia before I took a 20-hour uh, f- <laughs> fart fest ride back to England. <laughs> Um, you know what I was just thinking about? You know how, like, um, you hear these stories of people who are, like, flying with, like, a newborn baby or something, and they'll, like, pass out, like, little, like, candies and notes to the other passengers yes. being, like, sorry, like, you know, my baby might cry. Here's <laughs> some, like, earplugs or something. Like, thanks for being so understanding. And it's always this, like, cute little story. Like, it would be funny if you passed out <laughs> some sort of, like, smelling salts. Like, sorry, I'm going to fart this entire plane ride. <laughs> Actually, if I was going to hand out anything to warn people about myself on a plane, it would be <laughs> if this adult man starts crying, it's just because he watched too many Pixar movies in a row and he's had a complete <gasps> mental breakdown. People, it's it's true though. There's like studies that show people are more likely to cry on a plane. It has something to do with the altitude. So like I used to travel a lot when I was a little kid because my parents were flight attendants. And uh, this is like a, this is a defining moment of my life. This is like a very important story of my life here. So I was on a plane and I was watching the movie My Dog Skip. Are you familiar? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Frankie Munez as the owner of uh, the titular dog Skip. Uh-huh. And it's basically like Frankie Munez's character goes and fights in World War II, I think. <laughs> and then the dog dies waiting for Frankie Munez to come back home. And I lose it. And I'm like wow. sobbing, crying. And my dad uh, is sitting next to me and he's like trying to ignore it because like, you know, like he doesn't want to deal with this. But then a yeah. flight attendant comes by and she's like, oh, my God, what happened? And my dad, I kid you not, goes, I'm not with him. I don't know whose child this is. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am just sitting on a plane crying over a fictitious dog dying. And my dad's like, I don't know him. <laughs> that's a that's a banner moment in parenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you ever see me on a plane, just assume I'm gonna start crying eventually and leave me alone. <laughs> so, Katie, I want to say, you know, I I love what you did with the show while I was gone. Aw, thanks, Ryan. I I didn't listen to any of the episodes uh, because <laughs> um, I only really listened to our show just to hear my own voice for like this. Basically, I don't want to get into the specifics of what I do while I listen to our show, but like, it, you know, <laughs> it didn't, it, it wouldn't work if I'm not in it. Let's put it that right. way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, so, but I did hear through the grapevine that we we did an update on our old, our old friend, Lucia Cole, the infamous iTunes catfish. Uh, we did. And if you haven't heard that episode, I recommend go check it out from last week. Lucia Cole is the serial catfisher who uploads other people's music to iTunes in an attempt to create a sort of quote-unquote famous singer who then she uses to uh, attract famous men. You and I have talked a lot about this form of catfishing that sort of happens on Twitter where uh, people take the photographs of a woman or a girl 
and they make a Twitter account out of their photos and then use that Twitter account just to say like racist, crazy shit. And so I came across one of these accounts uh, called Uma Compton. Yeah, yeah, we've been noticing a bunch of these accounts for a while because like we'll come across them because they'll say really like funny stuff, like not like like cringy funny. Like right, I think that the first time that we saw her, like she had this one really popular tweet because she has sort of like blue green dyed hair, right, and like a bob, like kind of like what Kylie Jenner's hair looks like, right? Yeah, yeah. and it was a tweet where it was like a picture of her. And she's like, everyone tells me I look like Kylie Jenner. And, like, apart from the hair, this woman does not look like Kylie Jenner. And this got retweeted, like, a lot. Like, this was a wildly popular tweet because people were making fun of her because they thought, oh, look at this unattractive woman thinks that she looks like Kylie Jenner. Right. So I had some downtime and I just started, like, poking around because I was like, I would love to just find out what is it like to find out that your photos are being used by, like, a racist troll on Twitter uh, and Uma Compton was a weird one because it was just saying crazy racist shit and like, you know, being like Donald Trump, like, fuck me in the ass. But then also doing the Lucia Cole thing of selling music on iTunes and using the racist tweets to get attention to then sell like a fake sort of album that like of weird songs on iTunes. Right. So one of the things that like right away caught my eye about this Uma Compton catfish account was that. While it was definitely using stolen photos to say provocative, crazy shit on Twitter, it was also using that account to promote a really intense iTunes and SoundCloud account uh, of original music. And I've never, like with Lucia Cole, it was, oh, a fake account promoting stolen music, right? Right. Like the music was sort of like, it was only there to bolster the online credibility. Right. But with Uma Compton, they took the same formula and flipped it. So it's actually stolen photos promoting like really absurd kind of disgusting music that is sort of like funny like like joke songs <laughs> so um she has a soundcloud with songs on it like donald trump presidential cock in my heart <laughs> wait can we hear a little bit of donald trump cock in my heart gonna win the race gonna win first place red white and blue i'm rooting for you this love's for And that's off Uma's debut EP, The Trial of Uma Compton, (laughs) which I believe is a reference to my actual post about her. Wow. But her hit song, her her real breakthrough single, is By the River. This song is pretty good. It kind of sounds like, you know, MGMT or something. Like, those songs are, you know, labor-intensive. They're kind of good. Yeah. So the most recent update I've gotten is I'm fairly certain that the person who runs the Uma Compton account is either based in New Zealand or Australia. Okay. I was given a couple—I was given a name uh, of who was running it, but I I couldn't confirm it, but— um, it is looking more and more likely that it is run by a man, like an adult man. Okay. And also Uma Compton has a weird habit of posting at weird time zones. And like I've only noticed that because as I was doing this story, I was traveling like pretty regularly. And I've noticed that like, Uma Compton almost exclusively is either like in L.A. or Australia or New Zealand. It's like 
it's in that part of the world. If you can, if you can give me proof that who you think it is is who it is, email in Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. Um, also, if you want to insult Ryan, like at the teens, you can just email him at Internet don't, Explorer. Don't but... ask for that because they're going to do it. Like, you know. Ryan, we love our fans. When we ask for something, they deliver. Like two weeks ago, we did a show about dick pics and we said, hey, if you want, you can send us a dick pic. This morning, someone sent us a dick pic. Yeah. So we love our fans. Shout out to yeah, everyone listening to the Internet Explorer podcast. We love you. Even if you don't send us dick pics. So I noticed that in one of her photos, there was Cyrillic, like the, the Russian and Eastern European alphabet. And it had a phone number. So I Googled the Russian phone number and a VK page popped up. So if you don't know about VK, it stands for V-Contact. And it's uh, Russian Facebook, basically. And the Russian Facebook page, the V-Contact page, was a, um, like a gym or like a dojo. And it had a, a list of fans. And so I started poking through that, and lo and behold, I find our Uma Compton. Only her name is not Uma Compton, because that's no one's name. Her real name is Natalia Ulanina. So I had no way of contacting this Russian woman, but luckily, uh, BuzzFeed Russia's Viktor Stepanov came to my rescue. And uh, we actually have Viktor on uh, the show today to kind of take us through the dark and murky and incredibly unsettling waters of Russian Facebook. So we're going to talk to Victor Stepanov in just a minute after these messages from our sponsor. Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look beautiful, smart, and professionally designed. You know, unlike that blog that you made when you were 14. Which brings us to this week's installment of Browsing History, where we ask people to revisit some of the most awkward and embarrassing moments from their internet past. Hey, my name is Clark McCaskill, and this is my embarrassing internet story. I was in a heavy metal band called Caring is Creepy. Um, we played a couple of shows around the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Believe it or not, people actually came to the shows. Um, but yeah, so we got a recording from one of those shows, so we wanted to put them on live, online. And then our band broke up because we were kind of done screaming, and we weren't that angry anymore because we got girlfriends and we lost our acne. And with the breakup went the knowledge of the password. And so the website still lives today. And there's two recordings of me screaming. And it's actually a song about me <laughs> losing my virginity. Um, and it started out with me whispering like, what made you think that? That this was over? And it would build and build and build and I'd get louder and then just start screaming it. And then it'd go into the breakdown and it was all just downhill and drop deep from there. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive, the tools are easy to use, and there's absolutely no coding required. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. So we have with us Victor Stepanov of BuzzFeed Russia. How you doing, Victor? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? 
<laughs> I'm good. Hi, Victor. Thank you so much for joining us. So, Victor, you helped me out a lot during this uh, this Uma Compton story. But before we get into that whole thing, can you just tell Internet Explorers listeners a little bit about what you do with BuzzFeed Russia and what's your what's your day to day like? So we launched BuzzFeed in Russia as like a social media experiment back in uh, October. So we started with Twitter and then we added up uh, a VK account. So VK is like Russian version of Facebook that is like top one website when it comes to social media in Russia. There's like million people on it and people use it every day, just like Facebook on in other countries. Like what kind of stuff do people share and like talk about on VK? Like how does it compare to Facebook? <laughs> yeah, that's actually uh, gets pretty interesting here because VK is more, uh, unlike Facebook, VK is more dark kind of community with dark and satirical humor in it. So it's kind of a mix of Reddit with 9gag with uh, uh, 4chan. Uh, oh my God. It's it's a it's a pretty weird mixture of everything. Like it has memes on it, it has social news, it has basically like regular media news there, and people just share it and mix it with their own cat photos and like baby photos. So it's all out there. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, plus there is there is no algorithm. So unlike Facebook, all posts go in chronological order. So it gets oh pretty God. weird sometimes. Yeah. So. Like when we when we tracked down Natalia, who uh, was being turned into Uma Compton, like how freaked out do you think she was to find out that there's this sort of other Internet where her face is just being used to promote iTunes stuff and like (laughs) gross tweets? Uh, Well, on the first side, it might seem that she she would she would have been really freaked out. If you're on VK, you're kind of expecting uh, your private information to be in hands of Russian hackers, but you don't really expect to be like it all, all over like American internet. So she, I think she was pretty shocked and like she didn't expect it to be this way. So talk a little bit about like what happened when you reached out and how, you know, how we ended up uh, talking to her very muscular and intimidating husband <laughs> instead. Yeah, so uh, when you asked me like to to help you reach out to her, uh, I messaged her via VK, and like I already had her phone number because this was really easy to find out. She she wasn't she was really careless in having her like private information exposed, so I can I could write her a message. So I did, and she didn't really answer me like in an hour or so, and then like suddenly her husband typed me, uh, <laughs> saying like you know you contact my wife. Uh, and I know, like, she's probably, like, not that really serious about her security online, but I am. Okay, I'm just going to stop you before you get go any further. I just want to paint a picture for people. Yevgeny is quite muscular and very serious and very bald and <laughs> very, like, yes. He, he just, he's, he seems like a really tough guy. Uh, he is really, like, a, a picture. It's like, if you can picture a stereotypical Russian mobster, that's probably like would be him because he, he really looks like dangerous guy. And like Iris, if I wasn't like reaching out to his wife, I probably would, would become like scared if he messaged me. But like he was saying like, you know, I want to talk for my wife. And like, if you have questions or like, what can we do about this, this whole situation? Can you help us? Uh, fix it. Can you help us get our photos off mm. off the internet? He gave you like a really great quote, right? Like a yeah. Really, like... I was trying in any different way, like you know, to get uh, his answers on like 
did he know about like what what goes on on like Twitter and Facebook like about these fan pages? Have he been like has he been like contacted by any other media? And he kept answering like in short sentences like one or two words. He was like I was asking him like do you know do you have any idea? And he said like you know just find them <laughs> or like deal with them. I mean like Victor get get these photos like off the internet. And when I also like tried to get more information from him, he just went offline and he never appeared again. So <laughs> he's just like, I, "Don't worry, I've sorted it out. I I told the journalist to find and crush them, and it'll be fine now." Like, yeah. Victor, thank you so much for joining us. Now, I, before you go, I just want everyone listening to know <laughs> that Victor wrote a groundbreaking story for BuzzFeed recently <laughs> where he sampled uh, how many different kinds? Uh, I think it was 12. I can't really 12, remember. 12 different <laughs> kinds of cat food. And um, it is just a majestic piece of journalism. Um, Victor, I, I'm just a little curious. What compelled you to ever embark on this journey? Uh, well, disclaimer, I don't even have a cat. So <laughs> that's the the main part of the story. I I never thought I would eat cat food. But then like after like buying dog food in a local supermarket, I was like always interested in like how cat food tastes like. People give like millions of cats in the world get this every day and you have no idea how it tastes. I mean like so I was just, you know, trying to investigate into this and like the only way to do this was to eat actually like the actual cat food so of course <laughs> uh and i ate it and it was actually fun i thought it was would be like much worth basically like the money principle works here so like the cheaper it is the actual shittier it is there you go yeah so like more expensive cat food tastes better i can assure you um well victor thank you so much for <laughs> going where none of us were ever uh, not afraid enough to go in terms of <laughs> tasting cat food for the sake of journalism. Yeah. That, um, yeah, thank you. You're a hero. You're welcome, guys. So um, after Victor's help, we got quotes, put it all together, and before he published, I DM'd the owner of the Uma Compton account mm -hmm. who did the annoying teen thing of when I reached out on Twitter, they retweeted my tweet. So I, um, I, I messaged Uma and I said, I was hoping to ask you a few questions about your account if you have a second. And then the Uma account replied, sorry, Brody the hottie. I mean, sure, not sorry. Um, so I asked them if they knew the Russian couple from VK. Uh -huh. And they said, I don't know them. And then I was like, look, I'm going to publish a piece about this. Just let me know like, what the, what's the deal. And then they just replied, Yes, give me that promo, daddy. <laughs> I love teens. I mean, so it's interesting. Uh, I published the piece and Uma Compton freaked out, like tweeted it, mind you. Uh -huh. But then a torrent of tweets just erupted in my mentions that has been lasting for weeks now. <laughs> like everything from kill yourself, you're fat. Um, they started multiple hashtags, including... Hashtag BuzzFeed wants Uma dead. Hashtag justice for Uma. Hashtag delete it fat, which is like what they started to refer to me as. Um, I mean, I, for those not listening, Ryan is also like very skinny. <laughs> I mean, I could be skinnier. They make a good point. I feel like 
I feel like these teens have made a really good point. So the first wave of this were the teen uh, fan accounts. And they're like fans for all sorts of stuff. You know, like they're fans of Lord and Lady Gaga and mm. Lana Del Rey. They're just like, uh, the term would be stan accounts. Teen stans are the one group on the internet you cannot mess with. Like they will ruin your life. But then the funny thing about teen stans is they all hate each other. Yeah. They're, you know, if you're a Selena Gomez fan, then you fucking hate the Demi Lovato fans and you fucking hate the Lady Gaga fans. And and they're constantly obsessed with like Selena Gomez has sold more records or like these sort of statistics like she spent two weeks at number one. Right. Demi only spent one week at number one. So during this torrent of tweets, I started getting DMs from anti- Uma Compton people. Okay. Basically, like, I've now become part of this narrative. And, like, it became very personal. And I was getting tweets, like, half of them were like, ooh, Uma Compton just got exposed by BuzzFeed. And then the other ones were like, you should commit suicide. Uma Compton is real. BuzzFeed is racist. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, things like that. And then I got sent a link to atrl.net. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, that is that is a super popular uh, message board for like pop music fans for these stands. That's where a lot of the catfishing story about Lucia Cole unfolded with the stands so, on that message board. So the stands on this message board were behind Uma Compton as well. There, so the rumor I, the rumor I heard, and, I, and this is very, all of it's pretty tough to nail down, but I got a message from a Twitter user claiming that the ATRL user Girlalicious was behind the Uma Compton account. And the Girlalicious account, when I published the Uma Compton story, posted it to ATRL saying, Uma Compton exposed. Oh my God, Buzzfeed just exposed her. And then, you know, all of those users were then sent to Twitter to attack me, sort of. Ah, Okay. So it sounds the like it same, did come from that message board. Yeah, I think they were definitely behind parts of it. And then that same Twitter user who tipped me off to the Girl Alicious account was a Demi Lovato stan mm-hmm. who asked me um, to chase after a Demi Lovato rumor that, that <laughs> <laughs> there's a rumor going around that... <laughs> there's a rumor going around that Demi Lovato doesn't have nipples. <laughs> And this this um, this Demi Lovato stand that tipped me off was like, oh my god, can you please write a rumor debunking the the idea that Demi Lovato doesn't have nipples? <laughs> like the idea that There's she's this, not a mammal. Yeah, like like the rumor that Demi and she. But then the cutest part of this was like this like teen girl was like, I, I didn't make this. So and so made this rumor, and I'm really upset that it might ruin Demi's career. Oh my god. Um, that like she doesn't have nipples. <laughs> safe to say without a thorough investigation that Demi Lovato does have nipples. Um, yeah. One of the okay. key characteristics of human mammals. I, I don't I, I don't want to sound like I'm being flippant or that I'm not <laughs> taking the concerns of Demi Lovato's stand seriously. And, I, and I'm going to set the record straight right now and I'm going to say that I can be 90, 90% sure that Demi Lovato has nipples. I don't uh, I, I think maybe Ryan, you should write that story. It does seem like this is this needs to be told. Down by the river, boy, I'm waiting on you. Pussy needs 
here's my takeaway. Here's my here's my like putting on my uh, my fucking expert hat here. With with a 4chan meme, they don't really take it that seriously. Yeah. Like they don't really care. But like the amount of effort that a lot of these people went into to like dox me or like harass me or like DM me weird shit like was way beyond anything I felt dealing with 4chan. I've never really encountered this much like enthusiasm for being insane. Well, this has been a hell of a show, Katie. I, I feel like I've learned a lot about a lot of things that I really didn't even know were things, you know? I think not only did <laughs> I learn a lot of things, but I learned one very special thing, which is Ryan. What's that? I love that? you. Ah, <laughs> I love you too, Katie. Just kidding. I don't. That was a trick. That was a trap. Ah, <laughs> owned, owned as hell. That was like the time that you invited me to a Sonic the Hedgehog theme party, and I was the only one that showed up completely nude with blue body paint on. <laughs> that, that was weird. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. It was- um, Most awkward funeral ever, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Um, it definitely I just, I, wasn't billed as a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, party. Ryan, I'm so glad you're back, though. It's so nice. I'm, I'm glad to be back. So nice to hear your goony little voice. My my deep and bassy and adult man voice. That's what it is. That's what it is, Katie. <laughs> um, and I, I I love I love working with you and with our producer Julia. If our producer Julia was uh, a rabid Stan account, she would probably be a Stan for five seconds of summer. Yeah. That makes sense. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Jenna Weiss-Berman was a rabid Stan account, she would be a Stan for um, Demi Lovato because much like wow. Demi, she has no nipples. Uh, I think Meg Kramer would be a Mariah Carey Stan account that spent most of its time tweeting death threats at Ariana Grande. Yeah, that sounds about right. And if Eleanor Kagan was a Stan account, she would be an Ariana Grande fan and she would seek justice for the donut licking incident. <laughs> I mean, as I've said before, I love Arne Grande because I hate America and I love donuts. Yeah. So. Perfect. Owned! Owned! Wow. Wow. Owned. That was so good. That was such an epic fucking own. Holy shit.